I got all this because I was focused on what I wanted, not what I didn't want, okay? So that's the power of utilizing this stuff to get what it is you want. Are you a real estate investor looking to sharpen your skills or a newbie looking to become one? You're in the right place. Welcome to Where Should I Invest? Real Estate Investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larby. Hey, fellow investors, it is Sarah Larby, and you are listening to another episode of Where Should I Invest? I have a very special guest today who is a, an American investor specializing in multifamily. So none other than Rod Cleef. You guys might have heard him. He does have a podcast of his own called Lifetime Cashflow Through Real Estate Investing. And Rod was so kind to share some of his knowledge on success and mindset. And before we get into the interview and the show, I just wanted to briefly talk about Rod's experience just because this guy is playing in a, a big sandbox. So for those of you that have a handful of properties, Rod is taking it to that next level. He is a multiple business owner, philanthropist. He's passionate about real estate and business and giving back. And he is actually the country's or one of the country's top business real estate and peak performance luminaires. He's actually owned over 2,000 homes and apartment buildings. 2,000 guys. 2,000 is a lot of property. <laughs> He's also built over 22 businesses in his 40-year business career and several of which have been worth tens of millions of dollars. He actually lost everything in 2008 when the crash happened. And we're going to get into that a little bit during this podcast and what happened and how he picked himself back up. But it is just truly such a, an insightful story. And we don't have a crystal ball. We never know when the market's going to drop or the different cycles. Like we know there's cycles. There's always ups and downs. We just don't know exactly when. And there are some fundamentals, there are some, some indicators. However, we don't know for sure what's going to happen and, and to what extent. And so Rod talks about losing it all and bringing what he had to start all over again in his whole journey. And I'm really, really excited to have him on the show. It is my goal to not only bring you investors investing in Canada, but for you to also hear what others are doing outside of this country, outside of the province that you live in, different strategies, because ultimately knowledge is power and mindset is power. And so we're going to talk all about that today. And guys, if you enjoy the podcast, if you getting some knowledge from it, please leave a review and a rating. I really appreciate that. It helps a ton. And also I want to say thank you for those that have emailed, reached out to me. If there's anything I can do to help at any time, I am here to serve you guys and we are going to grow together. So let's get on with the interview with Rod Cleef. All right, Rod, welcome to Where Should I Invest? Thanks for having me, Sarah. This is going to be a blast. I'm really excited to have you. I'm excited to hear your story, your insights. And so you're coming from the U.S. Now, where exactly in the U.S.? I, I'm in beautiful Sarasota, Florida, which is known for having one of the top three beaches in the world every year after year. And as I was telling you before we started recording, I could be a poster child for the Chamber of Commerce here because I love it here so much. I'm in shorts right now. I'm like a newscaster. I've got my black shirt on above, but underneath the, the desk is the shorts, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> 
I'm pretty jealous. You're saying that as we've just had a snowstorm. In yeah, in no, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. So, no, no I, I feel worries. No worries. Great to have you on the show. So, Thank just you. out of curiosity, how did you get started in real estate investing in the first place? Sure. Sure. Well, let me, let me back up even before then. So, because the story kind of lends itself to something I'd love to share with your listeners. And that is, I immigrated to this country as well. I, I know you, your listener base is Canadian. Well, I immigrated from Holland when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, and my mother, Zvancha. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado. We didn't have very much money. And my mom, we really struggled. In fact, I wore clothes from secondhand clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school. You know, we ate expired food and drank powdered milk because that's all we could afford. And I know other people had it harder than we did, but I knew I wanted more. And my mom, with her babysitting money, bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for right at around $30,000. And she had incredible work ethic. I got my work ethic from her. But so she used her babysitting money, bought that house. And then two years later or two and a half years later, when I was 17, she told me it had gone up $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, I'm getting into real estate. So she wanted me to go to college. I went right out of high school and got my broker's license and I'm going to be rich in real estate. So I actually got my real estate broker's license, which you could do with education back then. Now you need experience. But I became a real estate broker. And right when I turned 18, my first year in real estate, I made maybe $8,000. My second year, maybe $10,000. But my third year, I made over $100,000. So what happened between year two and year three? Let me share that with you if I may, because what happened was I met a guy. I actually dated his daughter and I worked with him and he taught me about the psychology of success and started that, that journey for me. Now I've spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet who also teaches that. But back then it was him and, and taught me that really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your psychology and your mindset, your ability to push through fear and limiting beliefs to take massive action on whatever it is you want, your dreams, for example. So anyway, I started buying real estate like crazy and back then and, and you know, fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses that I've rented long-term, multiple apartment complexes. And in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. So just a little bit more than my mom's 20,000. In one year, it went up $17 million. And, but don't get excited because there's a punchline here. But so when that happened, I thought I was a real estate god. My head got so big, I could barely get it through the door and, you know, thought I could do no wrong. And, you know, whenever that happens with someone, God or the universe or whatever you believe in will give you a smackdown. Well, the smackdown for me was 2008. In 2008, I crashed and burned and I ended up losing $50 million. I, I call them seminars. I don't call them failures, but I had a $50 million seminar. I lost everything. And if you'd like... I could talk about, if you're interested, Sarah, I could talk about the mindset required to actually get to that 50 million in the first place, but, but more importantly, the mindset that I had to embody to get past that setback because I thought I was set for life, okay? I thought 80 million baby boomers here in the, in the United States were getting, you know, getting older and getting colder. We're going to make Florida recession-proof. Well, little did I know Florida would be ground zero for that crash, and so- yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, I'm definitely interested in hearing the story and how you got yourself out of all of that, that debt. Now, all your investments, they were in Florida back then? Yeah, they were all in Florida. They were all 800 single family houses at the time. I had multiple apartment complexes. 
And so the reason I crashed and burned was, and the reason I started my podcast, and as I was telling you, we're just blessed we hit 5 million downloads this week, which is really cool. But the reason I started the podcast was to teach people that if you're going to invest in real estate, for God's sakes, especially if long-term real estate, invest in multifamily. Because in the depths of that contraction, my single family wasn't cash flowing because I was too spread out, okay? And because taxes and insurance are very high here. Insurance because I was along the coast, so I had flood insurance, wind insurance, and because there's no state income tax in Florida, in this country, Florida is one of the states that doesn't have state income tax. They have to mitigate that through higher property taxes. So the taxes are higher. So all that impacts cash flow. I even wrote a book about this and the subtitle is The New Rules of Real Estate Investing. Instead of my focus on value, because you know, it's real easy for me to talk about that $17 million increase in value, I should have been focused on cash flow. The new rule is to focus on cash flow. And so through the depths of that, my single family wasn't cash flowing, but my multifamily was. And so that's why I started the podcast to teach people about multifamily investing just because I really believe in as a, as a long-term vehicle, it's easier, it's faster, and it's safer. So, that's, that's really, but back to mindset for a minute. Sure. So, I take my coaching students, and I do this at my live events as well. I, I take my students through a goal-setting workshop. And let me just give you a quick overview of it because it'll really help your listeners, the ones that haven't taken action on their dreams or the ones that want to take it to the next level or the ones that have encountered a setback like I did hopefully not as big as I did, but to, to, to get past it. And so, what I'm going to suggest you do, guys, if you're listening, get a piece of paper and a pen and take a couple notes down because what I recommend you do is you pick a time, pick an hour when you're going to be uninterrupted and make sure that it's not right after a meal. Make sure you got high energy and you're well hydrated as I drink a little bit of water myself. So, what exactly do you want us to write down? We'd love write to- down, write down high energy, carve out an hour. So, you're going to do this for an hour. So, what you're going to do is you're going to sit down and you're going to write down everything you could ever possibly want in life, okay? So, it's not just the short-term goals. Of course, it's the financial goals. How much money do you want in the bank in a year? How much cash flow do you want? How much money do you want in the bank in 10 years? How much cash flow do you want? All the stuff the houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes. Now, take the lid off your brain because you truly are only limited by your mind, okay? And so, pretend it's the greatest Christmas ever and if you write it down, you're going to get it because that's not outside the realm of reality. For example, back when I was 18, I knew I wanted to live on the beach. Denver is right in the middle of the country. There's no beach. But I had pictures of palm trees and beaches and I visualized and 20 years later, I built this 10,000 square foot, $8 million mansion on the beach that was unthinkable when I was 18. But again, but start that process, my friends. Write down what it is you want. Doesn't matter how big it is, but, but write down everything. So all the stuff, where you want to go on vacation, where you want extra houses, the cars you want, take the lid off your brain. You're only limited by your own thoughts, okay? And by the way, if you're analytical, don't stop and analyze it. You can always scratch it out later. Just keep writing. Don't stop writing. Make it like, a, keep your energy high and keep writing everything you can think of. Then, write down what you want to learn in your lifetime, okay? So, for me, I want to learn how to fly helicopters and I, a friend just bought me a lesson and I want to learn how to play the drums, my wife bought me a drum set. It's one of, one of my other buildings here in my compound and it's all set up and I have no idea what end of the stick to use, but I'm going to learn how to play the drums. So, what is it you want to learn? 
write it down. Maybe you want to learn a foreign language. Also write down what you want to do in your lifetime. Do you want to write a book? You know, of course, where you want to travel. We talked about that. But then once you're done there, write down who you want to help. Okay. So for me, I bought my parents a house, which was really cool on a canal here in Florida. I bought them a car. I took them on cruises. Who do you want to do things for? Write that down. Okay. So it's everything you want to do, be, or have. It's not just the stuff. And then once you can't think of another thing, then make sure each goal is clear and measurable. It has to be measurable. Otherwise, it's not a goal. But you can't say, I'm going to lose some weight. You're going to say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by January 1st and feel freaking awesome about it. Okay, that's measurable. Yeah. Right. Now, then I want you to look at these goals and I want you to put a number by each goal, which is how many years it's going to take you to accomplish it. So just put a one, a three, a five, or a 10, or even a 20. Remembering that as human beings, we will overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in a decade, for example, or in my example, getting that mansion on the beach. I mean, this this place was magnificent. I had the beach on one side, I had my boathouses on the backside. It was like called a Gulf to Bay. I mean, just magnificent home. But the point is, there are no limits, okay? So, if you want a private jet, write it down. You want a private island, write it down. It's just a decision. Honestly, it's just a decision. The Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. It means that you burn the ships if you're taking the island in battle. You are going to use their ships to go home. It's a decision. There's, it's 100%. It's done. So, once you've put a time limit on each goal, and, and guys, don't overthink the numbers on the goals. Just write whatever comes to mind. It doesn't have to be perfect, okay? But put a number by each goal. Then there's a couple more steps. I want you to pick your number one goal. I mean, the goal that if you got it, be like, oh my God, this is incredible. That goal, pick that goal and write it down. If there's more than one of them, just pick one. It won't matter for what we're going to do next. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals, okay? So, you're going to pull four goals out, put them on another piece of paper. Now, most people stop here. In fact, most people don't get this far. People spend more time planning Christmas or a birthday than they do designing their lives, okay? And that's what, that's what you're doing here is designing your life. So, once you've got those four goals on another sheet of paper, write down why for each goal, why it's an absolute must. And use emotionally charged words like incredible and amazing, like so I can show my, my wife or husband what success looks like, so we can live the life of our dreams, so we can do whatever we want, wherever we want, whenever we want, bring whoever we want. Whatever it is for you, write it down and make it compelling because it's the why that's going to drive you, okay? So, write down why it's an absolute must. Use emotionally charged words so that I can show my kids what success looks like and make it very powerful, okay? Then I want you to put some pain in there, okay? So, if like, let's say what's going to happen if you don't achieve the goal, okay? And so, because as human beings, we will do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. So, use that. Guys, this is the fuel. This is the fuel that got me to take action. This is the fuel that got me out from underneath a rock after I lost 50 million bucks, remembering what it is I wanted and why I wanted it. So, use this fuel. So, put some pain in there. So, I don't feel like a failure if you don't get your goals. Make it harsh. So, I don't feel like I failed my kids or failed my spouse. So, I don't live a life of regret. I mean, make it harsh because again, this is the fuel, okay? Then there's one more step. Once you've got these goals done, find some pictures that resonate with you associated with your goals. So, let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about. Where should I invest with your host, Sarah Larvey? We'll be right back. Hey 
Hey guys, I just wanted to take a quick moment and pause the podcast interview here because I wanted to introduce you to Dahlia Barsoom of Streetwise Mortgages. I am a big believer, as you guys probably have heard, work with a mortgage broker. They are going to help you scale. And when I was first growing in real estate investing and looking to buying my second property and my third property, I was going directly to the bank then. I hadn't met Dahlia yet. And I actually was hitting a roadblock when it came to financing because the bank started asking me for 25% as the down payment. And then for my third property, they wanted 35%. And it was really, really hard for me to A, understand why it was creeping up like that, and B, I didn't have 35% to put down, I had 20%. And luckily, I actually met Dahlia at that point in time. And Dahlia is actually an investor herself, and she's works with many, many investors, and she knows all the pitfalls and the barriers that normally come up with dealing directly with a bank and all the different lenders. And Dahlia was actually able to not just find me proper alternatives, but I've got nine properties now and I'm still able to get financing with A-lenders and it allows me to be able to scale up without hitting the financing wall. And so she's been a tremendous help. So the other thing I really, really enjoy is Dahlia also does a free goals analysis. So if you go to either my website or her website, streetwisemortgages.com, mention the podcast and ask for the free goals analysis. It was a game changer for me and it allowed me to actually understand what I needed to do, how many properties I was going to get because of the cash flow that I was looking for. If you guys wanted to reach out to Dahlia, you can reach out to her by email, which is info at streetwisemortgages.com or you can actually reach out to her on the website at streetwisemortgages.com and then just go to the contact section. And you can also call her at 1-800-208-6255. Thanks for listening and back to the show. Back to the show. Where should I invest? Real estate investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larvey. When I was 18, because I was going to sell real estate and be rich as a real estate broker, I got a four-door car, okay? I had to have a four-door car because I'm going to go show houses, right? So I got this Ford four-door Granada. And this was the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life, okay? I mean, bone ugly. But what I did was I went and worked for a guy, a broker that had a Corvette, and he let me drive it. And that is a critical piece here. And because it's experiential, okay? You need, if you want something, go experience it. Go see what it's like. Go see what you, experience it. Like if there's a house that you want or go do an open house in a house like it. There's a car you want, go test drive it. So he let me drive it. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta have a Corvette. So I got, this was before you could even spell internet. I went in a magazine and I got a picture of a Corvette out of a magazine and I put it on the visor of my four-door Granada. So every time I could look at it, I could see it there. Within a year, I had a Corvette. I'm going to give you a couple more examples here, but please understand that all I can do is share examples from my own life. This is not me bragging because frankly, the things I'm going to share with you now don't even interest me anymore, but they're great for illustrative purposes. Now, Rod, did you have this mindset before 2008 or did you develop? Oh, no, this is, this is, no, I'm talking, this is back when I was in my twenties. This is the Corvette was when I was 20. Yeah. And so you've always grown up. This will date me. That was 38 years ago. Okay, there, there was no internet. There wasn't even cell phones. Okay, 
Yeah, we used outhouses. No, I'm kidding now, but, but, but yeah. there really weren't cell phones. Okay. The next thing was, this was back when the TV show Magnum PI was out there. And you weren't even a gleam in your dad's eye back then, Sarah. This is, this is, the, the actor was Tom Selleck. He's still around though, but he drove this Ferrari 308. And I thought that was the coolest freaking thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I'm like, man, I want that car. So I got a picture of that car, his car actually, and put it on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. Now, my last example is another car example, but I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini, okay? I had the posters of the Lamborghinis on my bedroom wall with the bikinis and the soap and the water. Yeah, that's me. I had all that. And what's funny is I had, my son was nine years old and he collected model cars of exotic cars. And he had a car of the exact same color and style of the Lamborghini I ended up getting, which ultimately wrecked, but we won't go there. But the point is, this stuff works. In fact, I could show you here in the back of my planner. I've got my planner here. I've had this planner for 20, well, a version of this planner for 20 years. Okay. And, and in the back of this thing, I've got pictures of things that have been in here for 20 years, okay? The first pictures are my gratitude pictures, okay? So, so these are the things I'm grateful for because everything starts from a place of gratitude, okay? And just remember that. Gratitude's pivotal. So these are pictures of my kids when they were young. Then after that, I've got the things that I've wanted that I thought were important. I've got pictures. Again, these have been here 20 years. Pictures of the houses that I've wanted. These look just like the houses that I have, okay? It's crazy, okay? Then stupid shit that I thought was important like watches. I got a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of watches and the Lamborghini before I ever got it. You know, the Rolls Royce. All this stuff that I got because I had pictures. So guys, that's the next step. Go on Google, find pictures associated with your goals that resonate with you and, and download them and then go to your drugstore and have them blown up and put them where you can see them. If you saw my office here now, you can see my vision boards behind you there. In fact, the one you can, you can see the one is, is a gratitude board. That's all gratitude. Those are my kids. But then behind that are the things that are important to me now. And so this stuff works, guys. Trust me. This is how, I mean, this is how I got to to enjoy the success I have today. Now I live in an incredible compound. I lost that house, you know, the big house as part of the 08 thing. And, but now I live in a compound. It's six buildings. I've got a main house that's fantastic. I've got a guest, two-bedroom guest house on the water. I've got a media building with, a, with a, a movie theater and a conference center above it and a giant exercise facility. And, you know, because God's got a sense of humor, I can look across the bay and see my old house that I used to, that I built. <laughs> but, but the point is, I got all this because I was focused on what I wanted, not what I didn't want. Okay. So that's the power of utilizing this stuff to get what it is you want. So those of you that are analytical that are going, oh, this is too foofy for me, I'm telling you you're making a big mistake, okay? Because this stuff does work. I've done it numerous times. Let's give you a couple other examples outside of me. Jim Carrey, when he was flat broke, the actor Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for $10 million. Right, I that, Have you heard about that too? Yeah. I did, I did, yeah. And that's how much he made for Dumb and Dumber. Another great example is, is Roy, when uh, Epcot Center was built, Walt Disney had already died. And a reporter came up to Roy Disney at the grand opening and said, you know, it's a shame Walt didn't get to see this. And Roy looked at this reporter and said, the only reason you're seeing this is because Walt visualized this in his head. He saw this, okay? And that's the power of this visualization. So let me add one little caveat here, okay? 
And that is, guys, if you're serious about this, get the pictures. You can see I've got vision boards behind me on the floor. You can see right next to my recliner. I sit in that recliner every morning. And for two minutes, I'm just grateful for the things in my life. I have an, uh, you know, a, a beautiful woman in my life, beautiful inside and out. I've got an incredible home. I have coaching students. My podcast is killing it. On my wall back here, I've got hundreds of thank you cards from, from, from people that have, that have purchased property because, I mean, my life is incredible, okay? And so I'm grateful for that stuff. But then I'm grateful for the things that I want in my life now as if I already have them. Guys, trust me, it works, okay? Guys and girls, trust me, this works. So be grateful, meditate, pray for these things as if you already have them and you will have them, okay? That's really insightful. A question for you, because you said you mentioned your kids and your wife. Are they also as involved in yes my, my my kids help me at my live events i've had I, every event i've had is sold out i've got one coming up in denver in may Great. may 17th 18th 19th and yeah if you're if you're if any of your listeners are interested in multifamily, i have canadians come all the time they rave about it and it's just me teaching for three days and it's drinking through a fire hose let me tell you and if they're interested just have them go to rodindenver.com rodindenver.com but yeah, my kids help me. My daughter does the sound. My son does the cameras. It's a family affair. My wife, she just looks beautiful and walks around. In fact, that's funny. That's the most Googled very search. very beautiful, term. actually. I've seen some Oh, pictures. thank you. Yeah, that's the most Googled search term. You start with my name and, and wife comes up after it. <laughs> I made the mistake of telling her that. But, but anyway, so yeah. I do want to leave one other little thing with you, Sarah, and that is as it relates to goal setting. So I told you I wanted that house on the beach and I worked for that thing. I knew I wanted it because I had pictures of it and I focused on it. So I built this incredible home. I mean, this place, I had three stories, a big spiral staircase went up through the middle of it, handmade. I, I had $150,000 fish tank on the second floor and, and on and on. I, I elevator, wine cellar, waterfall from the second floor into the pool, giant waterfall. I mean, I could go on and on. But anyway, right. So two months after I built it, I'm floating in the pool. I mean, I've got these expensive palm trees that I bought that sweep out over the pool, waterfall coming in from the second floor, waterfall coming in from the spa. It's nighttime, my family's sleeping and the pool's changing colors at night. It's got fiber optic lighting, just incredible. Water's warm, I'm just floating around and I get depressed. And I'm like, what the hell? How could I be depressed? I just achieved such incredible success. I'm looking up at this, testament to my ego that I built to show the world I was good enough, which is really what it was. That's the truth of it. And, and I got depressed. I mean, I'd achieved incredible success by society standards, but here I am truly depressed. I mean, it was, it was ugly. And what I realized is there were two things going on when I look back on it. And that's what I want to share with your listeners as it relates to goals. The first is you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Because like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future, okay? And I didn't have a compelling vision for the future. It's like, what do I do now? So that's number one. But the second thing, which is more important that I want to share with your listeners is I had been totally focused on Rod. It was me, 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 Rod, 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 Rod. It was all about me. And I went and bought some books to get myself out of this slump. You know, Dale Carnegie, Zig Ziglar, motivational speakers, Tony Robbins, and I started reading Tony's book, 
I was so impressed, I went and saw him live in Fort Lauderdale. This was back in 1999 or 2000, 20 years ago. And I found out he fed families for the holidays. I was so blown away by that. He's fed like tens of millions now. I mean, he's just incredible, big, huge heart. And by the way, shout out to him. If you ever have an opportunity to see him, just do it. Just, just freaking do it. He's the best in the world at what he does. Just give yourself that gift. The tickets are not expensive. Just do it. Right. But. So I decided to feed five families that year because I'd been so focused on me. So I, I fed five families for Thanksgiving. The third family changed my life. I went up to this door and this lady was in a one bedroom shack. I mean, this place was a piece of crap. It was a terrible house. And it was one bedroom. She had five kids and she came out and saw this box of food and the frozen turkey and the roasting pan and the toys for the kids. And she started crying. Her kids came out. Several of them started crying. I started crying. I was hooked. I'm now blessed to say we've fed 65,000 children here locally for the holidays over the last 20 years. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, well, well you know, let me just say this, though. It's not about that. We've, I've also done over 10,000 backpacks filled with school supplies. I've done thousands of teddy bears to the local police departments for officers to keep in their cars when they encounter a child that's been traumatized. And it's been my greatest joy. But let me say this. I'm not saying this to brag either. I'm saying this to inspire your listeners to do something because – I've had billionaires on my podcast. I've had mega millionaires. And some of them, I will tell you, are just like I was back then prior to this evolution I went through, through this realization that there was more to life than Rod. And I'm going to tell you guys that are listening. I know if you're listening, you want financial success, but I'm here to tell you that success without fulfillment, in fact, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. It really is an art. It's, it all involves giving beyond yourself. You don't have to do anything as big and grandiose as I did, but I invite you to do something because success without that is not success. Okay, so I don't care if you just adopt one family, you help a child, you help an elderly person, whatever it is, you help your community, your environment, you've got to give beyond yourself. So that, I just wanted to leave your people with that, Sarah. Wow, that's amazing. So Thank you. We will put all that in the show notes and I think just even just the step-by-step. Uh, oh, thank you. But let me, say, let me say one other thing while I was thinking yeah. about it. I, I forgot yeah. to mention this. I've got a book, a 200-page book that I'm going to put on Amazon in April. Uh, it's $24.95, 25 bucks. I will give it to your listeners for free. It's like a textbook for this business. So if they're interested, they can just text the word ROD to 41411 and we'll give them a copy. The other thing I want to mention is I've created a Facebook group that's almost at 25,000 people now. And as you guys know, you are the five people you hang around with. You need, if you're interested in real estate, you want to be around people that are doing this. I know you do a meetup, Sarah, and you're pulling people together. But if you're interested in joining mine, it's multifamilycommunity.com. is a direct link to that Facebook group, multifamilycommunity.com. And, and it's a closed group, so we'll let you in. But again, you want to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up, that are going to hold you accountable, that are going to hold you to a higher standard, and that are interested in the same thing you are. So... Make sure you're around people that are doing this. If, whether you join my group or not, if you're going to the RIA meetings, whatever you're doing in Toronto or wherever you are, make sure you're around like-minded people that are going to hold you to a higher standard. You yeah. are the average of the five people. So That's right. That's right. Did I, oh, if they want the book for free, just text the word ROD to 41411. That's R-O-D to 41411 and we'll send you a copy. Before we wrap up, there's a lightning round and I have a series of five questions and okay. uh, everyone actually gets the same questions. So, you ready? Sure. Fire away. I wasn't ready for these, so who knows what's going to come out. <laughs> that's, that's, the, 
that's the goal, right? Just right. Uh, ask you a few questions and catch you off guard. So number one, <laughs> what is your favorite real estate investing book ever? Well, obviously the most popular, the biggest name is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He did a fantastic job. So, I mean, I guess that's my simple answer. There's tons of great real estate books out there. I'd like to think mine's pretty good. It's free. The price is good. But real estate investing book, that's all I got. That's all I got on that one. I literally have 50 real estate books over in my library in the other building, which my son was like, why do you have all these real estate books? You should teach real estate. I'm like, because you're learning. Learning is earning. You're going to keep learning. But anyway. There's lots of great books. Yeah, absolutely. Number two, your favorite podcast. Tim Ferriss. Yeah. And and why I like Tim Ferriss is he deconstructs world-class performers, like the best athletes, the best business people, billionaires, actors, people in all walks of life, CEOs. And what's fascinating is almost every one of them meditates or has a morning ritual like I just described. Okay. So that's a clue. That's what we call a clue, guys. Okay. All right. Next one. Absolutely. Question number three, what do you do for fun aside from real estate? I love to read. I love to travel. I love any moment I have with my beautiful bride is, is a blessing. So that's, that's it. Awesome. Great answer. So this actually happened to you, but the question is, if you lost all your money and your assets tomorrow, how would you start again? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is I went into in great detail, which is yeah. focus on what you want and why you want it because where focus goes, energy flows. So if you want to get out of debt, don't focus on debt, focus on making money. But let me give you an example. They asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. See the difference? Mm -hmm. It's where focus goes, energy flows. Absolutely. Last question of the lightning round. If somebody has $50,000 and they want to get started, how would you recommend they spend it? Educate themselves first. Do not dabble. Do not give it to someone else to invest. Learn whatever it is you're interested in. Really learn it. Focus on your education. And then the answer to that question will be evident, okay? If it's multifamily, come see me. If it's entrepreneurship, then find somebody to teach you about that, whatever it is. But make sure whatever it is, you love it, okay? Because life is too freaking short to not do what you love. So if you don't love it, either learn to love it or do something else but I would not spend it till you've educated yourself. Well said. So the book? The, the book is just text ROD to 41411. Okay. If you are hell bent on investing without studying, you can text partner to 41411 because we do allow accredited investors in our deals. I've got about 800 units under contract right now. Partner to 41411. If you're a accredited investor, because I do teach my investors as we go through the process. So there is some education there. And multifamilycommunity.com is my Facebook group. I have a ton of free resources and other books for free on my website, rodcleef.com, K-H-L-E-I-F.com. And, you know, lots of articles and videos. My, I just found out something cool. My YouTube videos, I got a YouTube channel, were watched for 30,000 hours last year. I thought, man, that's just amazing. Just Social media is just so incredible, isn't it? There is tons of free information and insight right. that you can get. Just be careful where you get them from. Like, I mean, you've got credibility. You've done it as well. And you guys are no, looking. No question. Let me add one thing. My podcast is Lifetime <laughs> yeah. Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. And on my podcast, I don't care if you don't like real estate, you should listen at least to my Own Your Power clips. I do a clip every week that's motivational in nature. People rave about them. And it's everything from taking responsibility to dealing with fear to you. Yes, absolutely. Well, if that's not you. enough. If you can't find me with all that, then I can't help you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rob. We really, really appreciate it. What oh, is your last goodness. final one tip for the listeners? Get started. Yes. Get started. <laughs> Quit sitting. Get out of comfort. 
push through fear, figure out what it is you want and why you want it and just go do it. Life is too short. Do not live a life of regret. There was a hospice nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware that wrote a book. She interviewed hospice patients about their biggest regrets in life. And the biggest regret was I didn't live up to my own expectations. I didn't live my dreams. Do not have a life of regret. Go make it happen for yourself. You and your family deserve it. There you go. Thank you so much, Rob, for being on Where Should I Invest? Thanks My very pleasure. much. My pleasure. Take care, Sarah. It was a lot of fun. Hey, guys. Before you go, I wanted to ask you a question. What's stopping you from starting or growing your own real estate investment portfolio? I know for me, before I started, I had plenty of reasons. And at the time, they all seemed very valid. But as I started my journey, these reasons slowly fell away. And eventually, only one reason remained. What was actually stopping me was having a proven, actionable, repeatable system. I didn't have that. And the way that was going to change was by investing in myself, learning, listening, and looking for ways that worked. And also, most importantly, discovering what didn't and not making those mistakes again. Fast forward to today, I now have a proven, repeatable series of action steps that has enabled me to build my seven-figure portfolio consisting of multiple homes, and I'm able to manage that in two to three hours a month. Is that something that you would want? Well, I've actually taken all the knowledge I've accumulated and put that into a comprehensive step-by-step online program. It's called Rise, and it's a program that will help you from where you are now to where you want to be faster and with less of the headaches that I had. So it consists of all the templates and the resources that I use, plus over 40 instructional videos that you get lifetime access to for just a small one-time investment. And you know, my recommendation is to make the time now to invest in yourself and grow your portfolio to seven figures so that you can bring your retirement dreams closer. If you want some more information about Rise, just go to sarahlarby.com forward slash R-I-S-E to access more details and book your spot. Thanks so much for listening to Where Should I Invest with your host, Sarah Larby. Make sure to listen in next time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Where Should I Invest.